Welcome to the Dating Competently and Finding Love podcast, where we chat about all things dating, love, and sex. I'm your host, Saeed Aniri, and I'm a self-worth and dating coach, teaching you how to find and keep true love. Your love life doesn't have to be a struggle, and I'm sharing exactly how to call in the love of your life. Well, hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I am super pumped to talk about today's episode with you guys, which is all about how I manifested my soulmate and husband, Brian. And to your surprise, it had nothing to do with my age or my job or what I was wearing. It had nothing to do with those things. So I'm going to get into all of the details on exactly how I manifested him and what this means for you and how you can take what I am going to share with you and apply it into your own love life. And guys, it's going to blow your mind, seriously. So hang tight. We're going to dive into the episode here in a minute. But before I do that, I want to first celebrate my client, Susie. Susie signed up for a human design reading um, and then upgraded to one-on-one coaching She is a mother, she's got two beautiful kids, she's a wife and an online entrepreneur. She has a very successful coaching business. And here's what she said about our time together, okay? Within two weeks of my human design reading and coaching with Sai, I reached my highest earning month yet and was connecting on a more intimate level with my husband than I had in a very long time. Sai helped me discover how to channel my power. I trust myself now more than ever to know I can have an exceptional business and relationship simultaneously without sacrificing my own needs. You guys, this is evidence. If you are thinking and feeling like you can only have a successful career or you can only have a successful relationship, but you can't have both. I am here to tell you that that is straight up bullshit. I have an amazing relationship with my husband and an amazing business, and so do my clients. So take Susie's example as evidence that you can have it all, the relationship, the love, the intimacy, the connection, and the career, and the business, and the money, and the wealth, and the health, and the vacations, like whatever it is that you want you can have it. You just have to decide, right? And then it's uncovering your limiting beliefs that are getting in the way, your your blocks, right? Whatever they may be. They may be related to self-worth. It may be an energy problem. It might be a, a relationship skill problem, right? Like we uncover all of those things inside of my one-on-one coaching program, which is called Extension. It is a three-month coaching container that is designed to get you the fastest results possible in up-leveling your love life. So if you want results like Susie's, if you want to go all in and have it all, go to the link in show notes, check out the program. If you have any questions, DM me, email me, whatever the thing is. Let's get in touch and let's make love happen for you. And also, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a new Instagram handle. It's called Manifest Love with Sai. And guys, I am sharing so much goodness 
in on that account, I I'm just like dropping it like it's hot for real. So if we aren't friends there, let's be friends. I would love nothing more than for you to join me over there. Again, that's on Instagram at manifest love with Sai S Y. There's no E at the end. Okay. All right, my loves, let's dive into the topic at hand, which is all about how I manifested my husband. And before I talk about what manifestation is, let's talk about what manifestation is not. Manifestation is not magic. There's no spells. Like I'm not sitting in a circle with candles and doing some kind of magic. There's no spell caster, right? There's like no rituals or vision boards or any of that stuff. Now, do I do I have rituals? Yes. Do I have a vision board? Yes, 1000%. But that is something for me and some like in terms of spirituality. But that is not manifestation. What manifestation is, is a culmination. Think of it as a math equation of what your self-worth is. So self-worth equals A plus your thoughts and beliefs, which is B equals C. C is the manifestation. Okay. So your self-worth and your thoughts and beliefs and your self-worth, your level of self-worth is going to directly correlate to the love that you have in your life or not. It is going to directly correlate to the money that you have in your life or you do not. It is going to directly correlate to the level of your health that you have or you do not have because what we think we deserve is what we create. That is a fact, right? And so all of that is rooted in your thoughts and your beliefs, okay? So that is the A plus B equals C. And I know y'all know how to do math because you're high achieving women making bank, okay? So let's catch and cash those receipts, okay? So let me talk to you a little bit about what I was manifesting before I met Brian, because I think it's important to understand where I came from and what needed to change in order to call in the love of my life. So, sorry guys, I'm a little thirsty here. Let me talk to you a little bit about my journey up to the point before I met Brian and what I changed. Okay. So after my divorce, right? So I was married for like four years, but I got married really young and I was engaged at even a younger age. So I'm not going to count my first marriage and the time, like that period of my time, because my ex-husband clearly was not my soulmate. Right. So I'm talking about my husband, Brian. Um, so after my divorce, right, I started dating again. I hadn't dated in a very long time. So for context, I met my ex-husband when I was 19. I was engaged when I was 20 and I was married at 22. I had a baby at 25 and I had gotten divorced right there, like around 27, something like that. Like I was still like in my twenties, I was a baby. Okay. So I'm talking about the period of time between like 27 and like my early 30s, let's say 30, 31. And in that three to four year window, I dated 
a lot. I didn't know how to be alone. I jumped from relationship to relationship and that's something that I had done since I was 15. So that was just like a learned behavior. It was a, it was, it was a habit for me, right? And then the kind of men that I attracted, right, were the kind of men that used me, right, and I'm going to leave it at that. They cheated on me. They ghosted. They lied to me. I remember dating a guy that I actually, as a single mom, I was helping him support his child. Like I was giving him money for child support to give to his ex, okay? That was the level of men that I was attracting. I wasn't attracting high quality men that like wanted to wine and dine and court me. And I'm using air quotes here. You can't see me take care of me. Not that I needed someone to take care of me, but you get the point, right? These men needed or wanted something from me and didn't really have a whole lot to bring to the table. Did I have fun? Absolutely. There were, there were some great guys in there, but they were not my soulmates. I'm not going to sit here and say like every guy was an asshole. No, they weren't. But it also like was a whole process and journey of figuring out what it is that I wanted, what I didn't want, right? Like that, that is a process. Like you have to just go through it. It's like ice cream, right? Like you start off with vanilla or chocolate and then you try all of these different flavors and you're like, yeah, I actually really love pistachio ice cream and I hate coffee ice cream. Those are all facts, by the way. Love pistachio, hate coffee ice cream, but love drinking coffee. It's the craziest thing. And so it got, I got to a point where I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I had a very successful career. I had my own place. I had a great group of friends. I was working out. I was an amazing mom. You know, I was connected to my faith. Like, all of the things, like none of the things made sense to me. I was like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just get a great guy? I am going to be alone for the rest of my life. I didn't choose to get divorced just to end up alone. And what was happening around me? My sister had gotten engaged. My friends were getting engaged or married. Other people were popping out babies. And I felt like my life, not only was it like over or fucked up, but I was taking a step back and I felt that in my core and it affected my confidence so, so much. It affected my self-worth so, so much because I felt like I wasn't good enough. I couldn't even get a guy to stay, right? And it, it brought up to the surface, I couldn't even get my ex-husband to get his shit together to stay, right? So like, that's what I was carrying for years. <clears throat> and so I share this with you for perspective on what my what I was manifesting. And here's what I want to say. So I talked to you about the A plus B equals C, right? <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm not going to even edit this out. Like this is real life. This is not a fancy produced podcast. This is me and you having a heart to heart. I'm in my living room and we're just getting super cozy and keeping it real. While I was dating these people and pretending to be super confident 
And even though I had all of the external pieces lined up, do you know what I was thinking on the inside? On the inside, I was thinking that I wasn't good enough, that nobody wanted me, that I was a single mom who's going to want to date someone with a child. I'm damaged goods. I'm never going to be enough. I'm too old. I'm too fat or I'm too skinny. Um, at the time, I had acne scars on my face. No one's going to want to be with someone that has that doesn't have flawless skin. I was depressed. I was struggling big time. But from the outside, you would never fucking know. And it was a front. And because I was not in alignment from what was on the outside and the inside, I attracted people that were out of alignment. I attracted people that said one thing and did something else. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with my cousin who I was really close to and I shared with her like what was coming up and I had this moment of like holy shit it's not that these men are the problem I am the problem because I was the common denominator in all of these relationships and that like was like such a sucker punch for myself okay and so from there in that moment I was like all right like I'm going to clean up my act okay I am going to start working on myself like yeah I've got the career I'm working out I'm doing all of these things but what really needed work were my thoughts and beliefs about myself and thoughts and beliefs about what was possible for me and the kind of relationship that I want. Because for so long, I focused on what I didn't want. And the universe doesn't account for the negative. Like, that's just not how that shit works. So the universe continued to present me with what I didn't want. It didn't present me with what I wanted because I was focusing on the wrong things. So I got to work. I worked on my self-worth, I worked on my beliefs, my thoughts about all of the things I just shared with you. And so the craziest thing happened within months of cleaning up my mess, cleaning up my mind, cleaning up my beliefs, I ran in to an old friend that I hadn't seen in six to eight months in the cafeteria of where, of like work, like at corporate, in corporate America. I went to say hi to this friend in the cafeteria. It was lunchtime. I was like, hey, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a long time. I had lunch. I had my lunch tray or whatever. He's like, it's so great to see you. Why don't you sit down? Let's whatever. I was like, cool. And then while I'm sitting there, across from me is Brian. Never met the guy before. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And then my friend, who's our friend, a mutual friend at the time, because this said person was a colleague of Brian's, ended up like stepping away 
and had to like go say hi to someone or talk to someone else. And so Brian and I ended up having lunch for 15 minutes. Super cordial, great guy. I was like, yeah, this guy seems nice, but also like he's a lot older than I am. He lives like two hours away. He's, you know, a sales rep. Like he's not going to want to do anything with me. I don't even know if I want to do anything with him. Like whatever. I'm just going to go do my thing. Right. And that was it. I left. It was a lovely lunch. I was like, it seems like a great guy. I've got a lot going on. I need to focus on my career. I'm going to work on this project and I'm just going to go do my thing. And so I did. I did go do my thing. Fast forward, like four months later, I run into him again in Puerto Rico for some meeting that we're both at. And I, I recognized him. He recognized me. We said hi from afar. And then like later that night, we literally had almost like a seven, eight conversation to like four or five in the morning, just talking. And yes, we made out. It was amazing, but we were talking. And I have never felt such a strong connection in my entire life with someone. And it terrified the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. It scared me so bad. At that meeting, <coughs> we exchanged numbers. We're like, yes, we'll get back to New York. We'll meet up. I did not meet up with him for six months. For six months, I worked on my fears, my relationship issues, because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust him. I just didn't trust men in general. And so the work I did in that time frame was to continue to deepen my self-worth, continue to deepen my my beliefs that I was worthy of a healthy relationship, that not all men cheat, not all men lie, that there are, that it is possible to have a healthy relationship, that love does exist, that I am not broken, that I am not damaged, that I have so much to offer. And that even though I am divorced, even if I am a single mom, like all of these things are not debits or credits, like whatever the thing is in the bank account, like when you take money out, think it's a credit, like when you withdraw, right? Like, it's like, I'm actually bringing these things to the table. Like how amazing it, instead of loving only one person, this person, whoever I end up being with gets to love two people. It's a, it's a buy one, get one free deal, right? Or a two for one. I joke about that, but kind of true, right? Like I needed to continue to work on myself in that in-between time of having the most magical night of my life to finally agreeing to like a real first date. And I did. And that first date was the last first date of my life. Because when I went out on that date, even though I was scared, even though so many things continued to come up for me, I knew that that person that was sitting across the table from me at Vic and Anthony's Steakhouse was there for me and saw me in a way that no other man in my entire life had seen me. And this man continues 
to love me unconditionally, even when I fuck up, even when I get hangry, even when, insert whatever the thing is. And it's because I am lovable. It is because I am worthy. It is because despite my flaws, and the truth of it is, is we all have shit that we have to work through. We continue to work through. But I know that I manifested him when I decided in that time frame, right, in between that chapter of dating shitty men to manifesting Brian, is that I decided that I was worthy of being loved, that I was worthy of having a healthy relationship, that I had so much value to bring to the table outside of my job or my success or my home or any of those things. And that is the work that needs to happen, the work of deepening your self-worth, of having the confidence in who you are and what you what you are and what you're embodying, right? So it was one thing for me to be like, oh yeah, I, I have so much to offer. Like, oh yeah, I'm awesome versus like truly showing up as if I'm awesome, right? As if my shit doesn't stink. I'm using that expression very loosely. So for example, when Brian and I first started dating, I was in a really good place. I was like, hey, love hanging out with you. Single mom, have a very full life, have very full like circle of friends. I'm busy on Saturdays and Sundays. I can hang out with you on Fridays. And of course I have shared custody. So we'll just like, I would need to plan that in advance. Right. So I was very clear on my boundaries and my availability versus in the past of like waiting, hoping, you know, the guy would reach out and and schedule some time or, you know, plan a date. Like, no, I'm like, this is who I am. This is when I'm available. This is what I've got going on. If you want to hang out, cool. If not, that's okay too. But that was the work I had done in that six month period. So If you are ready to find the love of your life, if you are ready to attract your husband, right? If you are ready to be done with the overnight guys, the one night stands, the the boyfriends that don't want commitment, if you are ready to truly manifest your soulmate, I can help you. I have done this work and it doesn't have to take you months or years with my methods and my process, we can literally collapse time, but you have to be willing to show up and do the work. So if you are still listening, use this as an indicator that your soul, that your gut is telling you yes, go to the link in my show notes, learn more about the program. It's called Extension or send me a message. Like I said, I would love to help you. Okay. I would love to help you clean up your self-worth and the beliefs that you have about yourself, your lovability and what you think you deserve because you deserve so much. So please stop settling, go all in, invest in the relationship that you want. And that starts by investing in the relationship with yourself. All right, my loves until next time, happy dating. And Oh, by the way, real quick, If this podcast episode helped you in any way, if it resonated with you anyway, please rate my podcast, please review it, subscribe, all of the things. Your support means so, so much to me. I am doing this for you. I am hoping and hopeful 
that my voice, my message is getting through and it's impacting you in the slightest way, slightest way. And if this is true, DM me, let me know what comes up for you as you're listening to these podcasts, anything that I can help you with. Is there, if there's content that you want me to talk about, I am your girl. So let's make it happen. Here is to the possibility of love for you. Happy dating. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you in any way, make sure to share it on social media and tag me. I love seeing all the ways you're calling in love. Also, please make sure to subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Until next time, happy dating.